Welcome to Lead Limitlessly, a podcast about living, loving, and leading an incredible life without limits. Each week, we will deliver the best engaging content on the secrets to leading a successful and happy life filled of purpose, power, and profits. Now, here's your host, the Limitless Leader herself, Dr. Sarah Renee Langley. Uh, I know I was thinking that I was going to play it. Confetti, cue in the confetti, and the blue ball is a lion. Coming down. Right, right. Oh my gosh. This is such a great time. It feels like a celebration, right? It does. Because of the fact that, hey, we made it. Yes. <laughs> we made it to the final hour, the home stretch. 24 hours. Mm. Look, live in full effect. 24 yep. hours. Look, we were able to do this with you. 24 hours. Wow. We found value in you. You know, we wanted to you know, provide value to you. And we had made the sacrifice. Without getting bloodied or battered or bruised, we know we maybe get a little sleepy, but right, right. we're still intact. <laughs> right. We're still making sure that we are survivors. We're still doing it with a smile. So the history of being survivors. Yes, yes. Survivors and thrivers. Right, right, right. Setting this example for you, that you too can make it. You too can do this. You will do this. You can do this. You are doing this because mm. together we stand and... Together we overcome. Amen to that. Period. Period. <laughs> My name is Dr. Sarah Day Langley, CEO and founder of Lead Her International, where I help you with your ABCs to achieve, become, and conquer in your personal and professional goals through my premier counseling, coaching, and um, consulting services, <laughs> I say professional services, which they are, so that inevitably you become your highest, greatest, realest, bestest, truest self. And my partner in purpose is... I am Coach Cece. So Sharia Williams, Coach Cece, and I'm the CEO and founder of Life is You. Life stands for living in perfect excellence as you because you are enough. And I help people to um, understand what it truly, truly means to be happy. And so I design specific programs to cater to your needs so that you can be well on your way to living your best life, happy, healthy, and whole. Amen. All right. <laughs> we are on our way. We we've been living um happy for the past twenty three four hours. We we've been healthy because we've been eating like good food and stuff. I show her some pictures of some veggies that I had earlier. We've been yes. sipping on our tea and stuff, yes. keeping our throats lubricated. Yes, and you know we're whole because we're able to give. Like we 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 wouldn't be able to give as much as we've been giving over these past twenty four hours if we weren't whole. And so I just thank God for um, allowing us to be here to be able to do that exactly for um, you all. And it's rewarding to us as well. So thank you for taking this opportunity and this time to join us as we come down to this final hour of power. <laughs> and get this, we are now doing, we're bringing to you this amazing topic this juicy topic, by which it is interesting and wondering with the, the, the 
the trauma, the panic, the everything that y'all going through, everything that we're going through, all the mm -hmm. dynamics that comes with it. Like, I wondered, I pondered upon this question, dear. I want to call you doctor. I'm telling you, you're well on your way with that, Dr. Sharia. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, there'd definitely be Dr. Sharia. <laughs> I pondered the thought of how are people dealing with this? Like, really dealing with this? How are they alleviating their stress? Before we even had, you know, start talking about stress relief and um, being able to manage stress, I wonder how are people dealing with this? And I, I wondered, honestly, like this is the topic that we're going to talk about. I wondered if people were having sex at this point in time. <gasps> she said it. I said <laughs> it. I said it. Yes. And this, this is actually on a Sunday that we're doing this. But yes, I did say that. I wonder if people were actually getting it on. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. I think they, they, people get it on on Sundays, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, back in my, my, Hey days. Lord. <laughs> Lord. I mean, because Saturday night was the club, you know. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, saying. I, look, I before we went to church, okay? Oh my right. God. Anyway, um, and I wasn't married. But here's the thing. I, I really wondered because who has, in my mind, I was like, who has time for that? And the, the real honest question, so let me ask you all. Are y'all having sex? Are y'all y'all raise your hand? Y'all, you know, Simon, holla. Simon, you know, put it in the chat. Like, holla if you hear me. Holla yeah, if you hear yeah, me. No. You know, sisters want to know because I'm thinking twofold. Like, who has time for that? And to be honest, if I was having sex, to be honest with you, Coach Cece, I wouldn't want to have sex because I'm like, I don't know if you have it. I don't know. I don't, I, I, that's where I, I am with that. I, I think me and you differ on that. We talked about that like a couple, a week or two ago. We, were you still holding on to that? Yes. I'm not doing mm. it. I, I, you know, <laughs> so who, was it you that said, well, you know, hopefully that he wouldn't cheat on me. Well, where he's going? Where would he go? <laughs> who are you going to? At this uh, point? I don't know if I said that. Yeah, right. I would. Now, that's when you want to kill somebody. We might mm. have some domestic violence, and I'm going to have to be talking to myself, listening to one of the sections, segments we did on domestic violence. That was well, why would that happen? You know, like, why would he want to come at me like that just because? I'm not doing it because I'm holding out for, for my safety and for the fact that I just don't feel like it. Like, it's like, it's too much going on to, for me to want to, that's, you know, that's just me. But I just wonder if who feels like that, like how I'm mm -hmm. thinking. Not me. <laughs> I didn't ask you. What's your spin on it? What's your take? Oh, no. Like, if, if I had that one that my husband had significant other and you know, I was in a relationship, we are, we already together. Like we stay, we're in the house. And so if we got it, we got it just because we was breathing on each other because we was walking by each other. We was using the same bathroom. We were, you know, in the same space. So we might as well get closer. You know, um, it's 24 hours in a day. We got time to kill. Yeah, I got time. I got time for that. You know, um, got more time now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you might have been, you know, um, on a norm, you might have not been able to get it in because you're so busy doing this and that and traveling and you're tired and stuff like that. Um, now, you, you don't even have that. You know, you, it's just a matter of rolling over in some respects, right? So, <laughs> no, I would definitely, 
I, I could, I, I, no. <laughs> I hold over out the bed, okay? Because oh. at that time, I have to do my schedule. I have to co-schedule with the kids. I have to, you know, preserve my boundaries. I have to take pee breaks. I got to, you know, be assured that it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. I have to give myself grace and courtesy. Where does that fit in the scheme of things? I like you pencil it. You really, you can pencil it in and respect the slots. You know, when you do pencil it. Right, because I can always erase it. It, Look, because of the fact that, again, you know, there's, so really what's going on (laughs) is there's a term for this. And there have been studies that has shown that how men and women think about sex and intimacy. And let's talk about that real quick. Is there Mm -hmm. a difference between sex and intimacy? What do you say, Coach Cece? Sex and intimacy? Yes. Like the difference between them two? There, is there a difference to you? Oh yeah, absolutely. You don't have to have um, you don't have to have be intimate and have sex and vice versa, right? And so, and I commit. I can admit because you know I'm just gonna keep it real. Um, there's been instances in my life where I had sex and I wasn't intimate, right? And that and that could have been a majority of the times, unfortunately. Not not even with my husband. No, because it's all a mental space and where you are. It's about your vulnerability. You know, it's about, you know, you to be intimate, to be able to share in that space. And so you could be intimate with someone um, and never have sex with them, right? You know, I know someone who is very intimate with someone and, and, and was in love with them for years upon years upon years and never had sex with them, right? And their love was just as powerful as someone who may have had sex with someone. So, or you, and you could definitely um, have sex with someone and like I said, and not be intimate. So I I think it's two different things. And so um, intimacy is you're sharing uh, even more powerful space and to now have sex and have intimacy is the perfect combination. You know, I believe that, you know, um, (laughs) it sounds funny. There's healing in sex, you know, it can be, <laughs> you know, if, if it's with the right one, I mean, we're talking about the right energy flows and, <laughs> and things like that. And so during a time where you need to, you know, maybe some reassurance, um, some comfortability in a time of chaos, you know, what better way than to embrace the one that you're truly in love with, you know, and to share in that moment of intimacy and, and sex, right? I don't like if you know when I when I get married again, you know, I, I honestly I, I want to be I want to be intimate and have sex like every day. I mean, my time my time is getting short, you know, <laughs> midnight hour, right? <laughs> I, I pray I got sixty more years, you know, but I'm just saying because that's what I would want to do. Nor that that doesn't reflect my life right now. And maybe I'm talking all this yin yang because it's been <laughs> so long, right? Right. Um um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely that's what I would like. And so I don't think that would change because of this situation, you know. I just really don't think it would. I think it would create more stress. I'm mad. I'm looking at you, you know, if it was any good. I, you ain't trying to give me nothing. I'm mad now. Now we fighting. Yo, nobody got time for that. Can we just make up? Why? Like, why we got to fight? Like, why do we have to fight with that situation when, you know what? Look, we're here. We're sharing responsibility. We're busy at this time. 
and we no, have things in terms of we're, we're trying to coexist at this point. <laughs> to be honest with you, we're trying to coexist because of the pandemic now forced us to now really be together and actually see each other's faces. <laughs> I, said it. I said it. Yeah. You know, we've been avoiding because it's been part of the routine and we just got into this groove and now this pandemic just threw us all off our routine. And now I'm forced and he is forced for us to look at each other and now actually really need to get to know each other now. We got to really have a relationship. Right. Nowhere to go. We're forced to stay in here. And now, why? Like, wow, right. we got to make this work. And what? We got to have sex? Man. Yes. Yes. That's too yeah. much. You know, you know, I, okay, all right. <laughs> what? Did you freeze on me? She may have frozen on uh, me. It's that week. <laughs> <laughs> so it won't be two weeks out the month, but you know, um, yeah, but you know, what if this quarantine or the social distancing or all of this lasts for three months? You know, really? I that question. Someone asked me that question. And like, okay, a week or two, maybe, because of the whole newness of things, but that's everything. Anything else after that is for the birds. I, I can hold out. You know, because you know what it is? Because it's it's the mentality, like you said, and it's the value proposition, pretty much, like what you place on and perhaps for me there there's various reasons why i would be okay without now i'm and, and the thing is i guess i'm maybe speaking from a place of being single as opposed to being married and i just don't know i i i feel like it will it may be different a different tune that i will toot <laughs> or play or say if i was married in the situation i'm just speaking though from what people are thinking Y'all can talk back to us. Am I right? <laughs> Where's she wrong? Is this the truth? <laughs> and let's talk about it a little bit further. So, yes, there is a difference between sexual activity or sex and intimacy. And studies have shown that most people consider sex as an essential element, such as Coach CC does, of relational intimacy. It's key to personal fulfillment and is crucial for a relationship longevity. Sex has been cited as relationship vitality, but also as a conflict. And here's why, because there's a difference between how men see sex and intimacy versus how women see sex and intimacy. And off of that, and because of that, there can be a breakdown, a breakdown in communication where two models have resulted. One is called the disillusionment model. So during, so pretty much what that means is that, okay, the honeymoon phase. You're in love. You just can't stop putting your, keeping your hands off of one another. It's like you're just blissful. It's just new. It's new. It's just amazing. All that great stuff. But then as time wears, <laughs> time comes, you know, as time goes on, the newness wears down. And now you start to wake up. You start to open up your eyes and you start seeing things that you don't like about that person. Why? Why do we do that? It's just human nature. Sometimes we just look at what is not right about a situation or a person um, as opposed to what's not right with us. And so that's the justification and excuse to now start to detach or to disconnect or disengage. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button right now. The podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Other model is called the emergent distress model. 
So couples are usually highly affectionate. They overlook the problems, but then they start a view of, let me see how it go. Partners start to view each other as difficult. So you're using now, not just the situation or things about that person, but now you're getting to a place in this disengagement um, of, you know what, we're going to justify us not being together, such as COVID-19, such as having to co-parent um, and homeschool, at, you know, at the same time, such as dealing with the stress of not having money, losing your job, um, all those things and those factors that now have you to totally disengage. What's your thoughts to that, Coach Cece? Yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely understand how those things can be factors and that I have you um, disengage, right? So I was married for a while. So I was um, with my ex for, um, I don't know, let me see, More than that. 15 years or so, right? So, I mean, yeah, I remember it be here, yeah, right? I remember it <laughs> became commonplace or just, you know, it wasn't quite like it was in the beginning. But my prayer, my prayer is that, Lord, I want to keep that same thing that we have in the beginning all the way through. <laughs> like, I totally do. And, and I definitely think there's a way um, to do that and to not let life um, get in between so much. Um, I think that could be a really major cause of relational breakdown, relationship breakdowns, um, the intimacy and sex, right? And so it's important to communicate, right? And and like if I if one of the things that I did that I wouldn't do again um, when I married again is like I never held out or I never was just like using sex as a um, punishment or anything like that. I wasn't that one like well, if you don't do this, then I'm not going to do this because I, I mean, there's many women out here. So hopefully the faithfulness to keep them in motion or keep them still, I mean, and not in motion. But um, there were times where, you know, because maybe it was hormonal because I was pregnant or I had the baby or whatever. It just wasn't the same as it was. Um, and then it got to a point, like if I was just, tired you know like I worked and maybe he wasn't working at the time and I had two jobs or whatever I just didn't feel like sexy or in the mood or whatever I, I wouldn't let those things get in the way now like it's still an essential part of my marriage and so as part of that I would do it and we could just figure out the other stuff later you know I wouldn't try I would try not to make the excuses or have the excuses of life come come in between because I, I know that that can drive a wedge in between relationships it causes the distance and it's so much about in marriages staying connected right and it's the most powerful thing which we have to be connected right and so i would even if i didn't feel like if i didn't want to it's something that i would do and you know as opposed to not doing because of that very reason so yeah you know life happens and things get in the way but um it's about communication, as we mentioned in some, in one of our other, you know, probably many of our other conversations that we had over the past 24 hours. And I just, you know, pray that everybody's on the same page and that you're talking to each other. Because a lot of times people don't talk, right. like, right. you know, or people don't listen, right? That's another problem. People are talking, but 
you know, no one's listening. You know, I, I hear you, but you know, are you listening? Right. So, um, and I and I think you know also it's different for. I mean, this could be an adverse or a negative thing too. Like people are pacifying their feelings, and they're using negative coping mechanisms, and they they could be running to sex, and they could be running to sex around this time without their significant other or their husbands or wives. It could be Keisha from down the street or Jimmy that I met last night because I want to feel like comforted because I'm scared. Right. And and that's a dangerous thing because um, there are other viruses out here that are deadly as well. Right. And so we, we definitely need to think as we journey through this pandemic as it relates to um, our sexual activity and who we're with. And I heard, you know, last week, because today's Sunday, so last week, that there was a condom shortage, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, is it a condom shortage because everybody's having sex? I mean, that, that could be one reason, which is great because then they're using protection. Mm-hmm. Right? But it could also be a condom shortage because the people were laid off. Maybe it's not an, an essential item. Right. And so they were short like hundreds of thousands of condoms that used that was in production going out to clinics and doctor's offices and things like that. And they don't have them anymore. And so now how are people navigating with the condom shortage? Right. So you've you got to definitely be be careful about who you make the decision to be with from a health standpoint, but also mm-hmm. from a spiritual standpoint, because, you know, um, you're now intermingling with each other's spirits and emotions and all that other stuff, right? And so, um, you know, if someone's depressed or fear, anxiety because of this, those energies can be transferred. The closer you are to someone, I, I talked about, you know, earlier or maybe in a conversation that I had this week um, in my in my control your life challenge is. Um, like just because you're sitting on the couch and you you mad at the world, it's your whole household could be affected because you, you're mad over there on the couch. Let alone if you're intimate with someone, you know those feelings are transferable, and so we have to be mindful and careful of those things as well. So, what do you think about that? Do you do you think that you know it's going to be a whole bunch of babies um in about what's that December or something January? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that, you know, one thing is, is clear that if there is a shortage, I didn't know about the shortage with the condoms, right? But definitely there will be some, the, the December babies are going to outnumber the September babies and the March babies. So you look, hold on to your hats. But I pray to God that they don't start calling these babies. Mm. There's memes going around, you know, these will be quarantines. Um, these would be, you know, Corona and COVID. Unfortunately, the the names already. I hope not. There there is an actual case of someone having twins. Fraternal For twins. real? Yep. Called babies, COVID and Corona. That's okay. But because it's Sunday, we're gonna hold our tongue. <laughs> And not say what we really want to say. But Why would you do something like that? I don't know. Who knows? Why the nurses or the doctors let that happen? I wouldn't I let that. I'd be like, no, ma'am. They're overwhelmed and 
look, they that's the least of their problems at this point. I know that's right. Now, to wrap this up, what can happen? How do you help yourself in the situation of terms of intimacy and sex and, and helping to really reconnect and, and re-engage with one another? Because as Coach CC has said, it is important. It's a part of your healthy diet to, you know, to the point that in your connection, your connectedness, your oneness, and it is a great stress reliever. Um, it is to help to um, and release all these happy feelings, these, these hormonal, um, the hormones like endorphins and, you know, just helping to help you to really be happy and, and, and excited and just be really being passionate. And what, what, why not, you know, why not use that opportunity to really connect with your significant other, with your spouse, so that you can help to alleviate the stressors. That's, we talked about this before, being able to pick out and to do and decide what you can control. So if you want to alleviate stress, if you want to just still away for a moment, why not use that opportunity to connect and to engage? And some other things, the best strategy that would help with this is communicating. Communicating your thoughts, your feelings, your desires, um, your vulnerability, your emotions, really getting close to one another. You know, the, the routine is over. The routine of not connecting with each other, <laughs> you know, because you were so busy and distracted because of all the busyness that was going on in your day. The reality that is, is, is that you have to accept what is and where we are. I think Coach CC says it like it is what it is. I used to say that all the time. There's to be my, my go-to saying, especially for my clients. It is what it is. So why not now adjust? Why not, why not make it, make the most out of the situation? so that you get the control, you control the situation that you have control that empowers you and motivates you and gives you the momentum to keep going, you know, to be able to deal and thrive through trauma and to press past the panic and this pandemic. So final notes and thoughts about this is show your commitment, your compassion, your dedication, your spontaneity. Be mature enough to stay in the moment we talked about that extensively, about being able to sit in and to experience all that you can experience from that moment with your significant other. Um, be energetic, be sensitive, you know, be discerning, like really connect with your significant other in this time. Be playful, um, be courageous, you know, dare to explore, have variety. Do what right. you want. This is between the two of you, you know? So have variety. Be open. Be flexible. Be free <laughs> is what we're saying. Use that opportunity, man, just for a moment so that you can steal away from what is going on. And I'm not saying to avoid the situation because who can avoid this pandemic? But rather use that opportunity to build up the control, to have some, you know, have some type of autonomy or control back as well as being able to now connect and use this as an opportunity to, to be in oneness with your significant other. I mean, make the most of this where great things can come out of this whole traumatic situation. Turn it, is, is, I guess what I'm saying is that you turn, what, lemons into lemonade? Mm -hmm. You turn lemons into lemonade, make the most of it. Coach, Cece? Yeah, hey, the only thing I have to add to that is you know, you could turn it into lemonade, but you might as you know, why not grow a whole lemon farm and go on the business, baby? That's what I'm talking about. Be about the business. 
record. And you know, y'all should be teaching people and giving examples and experience, you know, live on video and then, you know, make a business out of it and sell right. it. I mean, what we were talking about, fear, learning, then growth. I mean, that would be the growth stage. Huh? How are we going how are we going to use this and capitalize this? You know, <laughs> wow. you know, you gotta, you know, I show a spirit of gratitude, right? You know, that you can, you know, because some people can't. You know, some people are not functional too be able to and they wish so i mean it's just so many things around there that you know it's a blessing god has created um us as amazing beings and you know he knew exactly what he was doing you know so um man we oh, can spend about five hours on this topic yeah right <laughs> i want to um actually not so much add a um make a correction but to add something so it's oxy oxy totally y'all forgive me how you pronounce that word Let's say oxytoxin? Yes, thank you. Oxytoxin. Please. Those endorphins? You know, I know about them. That's because endorphins and oxytoxin, right? Did I pronounce that right? Mm -hmm. Are released during sex. And these feel-good hormones activate pleasure centers in the brain that creates feelings of intimacy and relaxation and help starve off anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's releasing those. Oh, that's why I was so stressed last year. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> they release those. Um, the no, I haven't listened to oxytoxin. That's, that's why I was trying to. It's not oxycotton, right? It's not oxycotton. No, not oxycotton. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, like, okay, I don't want to say oxycotton. <laughs> right, that's pain. That's some painkiller, some narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to tell you to get on. Oh my God, y'all! I am so. I apologize. <laughs> But actually, I, I hope that y'all understand. And I'm going to use this as an excuse. I own it. We're at the daggone 23rd and a half hour. Right, right, right. <laughs> the words are blurry. I'm like, oxycontin, oxy, <laughs> oxytoxin, what? Yeah, they, yeah. They, I heard they do make you feel, you know, oh, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> so look, we're releasing some, you know, endorphins, I believe. You know, we're being happy with that. You know, well, endorphins are supposed to be like a pain was it um alleviate pain right so it's like a painkiller but we're releasing something at this point and we're feeling happy to feel good stuff to feel good and we want the you hormones to, we want you to feel good so you right. go you get to you get to work you get right there. right <laughs> take control somebody might as well <laughs> <laughs> but we hope that this was helpful for you um if you Again, if, if you are in need of us, one-on-one services, and more questions, if you want to take Coach CC's Control My Life Challenge, mm-hmm. check her out on Facebook, Sharia Williams, that's C-H-E-R-R-E-A, that's spell your name right? Yes. C-H-E-R-R-E-A, <laughs> Williams, and she has the Control My Life Challenge that's going on this month. You do not want to miss it. It's been amazing. I have been taking notes because everything that she's talking about excellent presentation, excellent presenter, great information, well-researched, well-presented. It comes from her, her experiences, her, her study, because she definitely have a heart to serve you and to help you to live your best life, you know, life as you. So make sure you check her out. Um, and as far as with me doing one-on-one services, I'm actually about to roll out my e-therapy telehealth services so that now you can come to my virtual office. You can check me out at sarahrlangley.com. 
You can also go to drsarahrenelangley.com. That's D-R, Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, Renee, R-E-N-E-E, Langley, L-A-N-G-L-E-Y.com to know more about me and what, um, what I do, who I am, what I can provide for you, testimonials, you know, of, of helping people over the years, over 25 years in this mental health field and just making sure that everybody is at a place that they live their truest, realest, bestest, greatest lives. So yeah, y'all make sure y'all check us out. If you need one-on-one -on -one services, I am at your services. And just make sure that if you found value, you found value, make sure that you let other people know because we definitely want to take this on the road. <laughs> we want to take the, you know, take this by storm because we definitely want to make sure that you are thriving through this trauma. Yes. And past through this pandemic because see, together we stand. And together we overcome. And that's the bottom line. So we just really want to say thank you. We have one more thing to go over with you and then we're going to bring it to a close, you know, have a celebration, pray out, whatever we are led to do at the, last half an hour to bring in the 24th hour of this time but we just want to say thank you for hanging in there with us thank you thank you you know do it without you right you know it's like thank you you know what i mean and and just make sure that at the end of the day everybody that you make a decision that you're going to decide and create choice not to default to what you know but you're going to create a new way of living, a new way of seeing things, a new way of feeling, a new way of behavior, all because you're changing this. And the fact that you're making that decision, you're going to press past your fear, you're going to get into your learning stage so you can get to your growth and come out great on the side. Thanks so much for joining us this week on the Lead Limitlessly podcast with Dr. Sarah Langley. Tune in next week as we continue to deliver our best engaging content on the secrets to living, loving, and leading a successful and happy life full of purpose, power, and profits. Make sure to visit us on our website, drsarahrenelangley.com, where you can subscribe to the show and listen when available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or via RSS feed, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we appreciate a rating on these podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend, that would be awesome as well. Please, if you do like the show, you might want to check out our latest ebook, Lead Limitlessly, How to Lead Successful and Happy Lives, which are interviews of 12 limitless leaders who share the secrets of living, loving, and leading happy, successful lives. And check us out also on the website, another ebook of ours, The Limitless Leading Effect How to Lead Without Setbacks. So feel free to go to our website, drsarahrenelangley.com, to learn more. Dr. Langley is also available for one on one VIP exclusive services and keynoting engagement. So please make sure you check her out at drsarahrenelangley.com or email us at care support at drsarahrenelangley.com for more information. Thank you.